Hi, this is Blake Andrews, lead pastor at Victory World Outreach, Denton, Texas. This is our podcast, and we're so glad that you came to check it out today. I hope this message encourages you and inspires you to do great things for God. Praise God. Praise God, church. Praise be to God, church. Oh, amen. I'm so excited that you are also excited and awake with me. Hallelujah. Amen. How many ready to go home early tonight? I was, I was trying to see who would get excited. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Well, I'm, I'm excited to be here tonight and uh, bring a word. I want to challenge you. Sunday is Mission Sunday. Amen. This coming Sunday is Mission Sunday. Trust me, I am one who appreciates Mission Sunday. Amen. You ask me why later. Amen. But I'm one who appreciates Mission Sunday. And I'll tell you, while we were in the missions field, this church was more than a blessing to us. Amen. And so I want to encourage you. Let's continue to sow seed into the mission field across the world. Amen. God is doing mighty works out there. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Turn your Bibles tonight to the book of Joshua chapter 4. Joshua chapter 4. I'm going to read verse 1 through 3. And it said, And it came to pass when all the people had completely crossed over the Jordan that the Lord spoke to Joshua saying, Take for yourselves 12 men from the people, one man from every tribe, and command them saying, Take for yourselves 12 stones from here out of the midst of the Jordan from the place where the priest's feet stood firm. You shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you lodge tonight. Let's pray tonight. Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, and we ask you for understanding tonight. We ask you for revelation. We ask you that you would transform us, Lord, tonight. Have your way in this place and come against every plan, every lie of the devil now. We cancel right now, Lord, every voice, every distraction in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you, have your way. In Jesus' name, use me as your vessel, God. Lord, as I decrease, you increase, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody shout amen. 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 You know, how many were blessed with that word on Sunday on being a living memorial? Amen. I was blessed, amen, and I'll tell you, as, as Pastor was preaching that message, uh, you know, I, I was I was rocked to the core, amen, and I said, if I'm going to get a chance to preach, I'd love to continue on something that I also heard in that message on Sunday, amen, so we talked about being a living memorial, and I want to continue a little bit because, you know, how many know when people see us, they should see Jesus, amen, and tonight I want to preach a message entitled the place where the priest's feet stood firm the place where the priest's feet stood firm amen you know as we heard in the message the bible says you know there was there was a place in the jordan river that when the priest began to cross over when they touched the edge of the water the water stopped moving and they stood firm. This is the place where after, after the water stopped moving, the, the children of Israel were able to cross over. Joshua chapter 3, if you go there, just go back over one chapter. We're going to read from verse 14. 
It says, so it was when the people set out from their camp to cross over the Jordan with the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people. And as those who bore the Ark came to the Jordan and the feet, somebody underline this, and the feet of the priests who bore the Ark dipped the, in the edge of the water. For the Jordan overflows all its bank during, that time, during the time of harvest, that the waters which came down from upstream stood still. Someone says stood still. And rose in a heap very far away at Adam, the city that is beside Zaratan. So the waters that went down to the Sea of Arabah, the Salt Sea, failed and were cut off. And the people crossed over opposite Jericho. Then the priests who bore the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground. Someone say dry ground. In the midst of the Jordan and all Israel over on dry ground crossed over on dry ground until all the people had crossed completely over the Jordan. Amen. You know, this was a generation headed to the promised land, and, you know, they, they faced a lot of opposition. They faced a place of impossibility. Amen. How many have been through some impossibilities in your life? But, you know, they, as they were facing this, I would like to take a parallel to our lives today. You know, it's God's intention that all will be saved. You don't believe me? First Timothy 2, verse 1 to 4, it says, Therefore I exalt you, I exhort first all that all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of, our, of God our Savior, who desires some men to be saved, no, I didn't hear you. It sounded like you agreed. <laughs> Who desires some men to be saved? Who desire all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth? It's God's intention and desire that everyone will come to Christ. Praise God. But there are oppositions every day that are trying to keep people from salvation. And one that I found is keeping God's people from standing firm in the truth. One attack is always on the believer. The other attack is on those who are lost. The attack is on the believer from standing firm. Every day there's some watered-down version of the truth, and many believers, they, t they accept it. That's a good time to say amen or woe is me. Hallelujah. Many times we've stopped speaking for what, what the word of God says and we accept, well, you know, well, you know. Amen. And number two, the second thing the enemy is looking to do to destroy, to destroy the work of the gospel is he sends a consistent flow of lies. Amen. To, he sends a consistent flow of lies, the devil does, and they stand as truths to those who don't know the truth. Amen. You know, today, just today, I looked at my calendar and I was blown away. It, it said today is the first day of Pride Month. I thought it was June 1st. Oh, y'all not with me. Today is June 1st in the year of our Lord, 2022. Oh, y'all not with me tonight. In the year of our Lord 2022, even the calendar recognizes Jesus. But they say it's the first day of Pride Month. I said, that is a shame. Hallelujah. You know, that's a lie. 
But, you know, I want to tell you something. There are people today who are convinced, just as you see that it's his first day of Pride Month, there are people who are convinced today that they are uh, homosexual and they will never get right. There are people who are convinced that, you know what, this is what I've heard. I've, I, I, will, I will just accept it. This is my reality. But this is a lie. This is what the Bible says. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to know tonight you can be new. It doesn't matter how you walked in here. It doesn't matter what you dealt with when you walked in this place. God can set you free tonight. You know, there are people who are sick and tired and sick and tired of that lifestyle. They just don't know any better. Amen. People are sick and tired of living, uh, being addicted to pornography, sick and tired of of living a homosexual life. And the Bible says something amazing. I'm going to get ahead of myself for a minute. Oh, hallelujah. There was something about the waters that were coming. Amen. And now the waters is all this this mess that makes it impossible for people to cross over. Y'all get with me for a minute. Amen. But the, the Bible says that the moment the priest's feet dipped into the water, it stopped. Oh, hallelujah. Trust me, I'm going. You, you ought to get excited with me. Hallelujah. You know, I want to tell you, let me, let me tell you more lies that are being pushed over. Back in Canada right now, I, I told you not only that, that the devil's trying to, trying to drive a lies across, now back in Canada, they've, they've had a ban on what they call conversion therapy. Now, let me read this for you. This is what the, the bill defines as conversion therapy. A change in a person's sexual orientation to heterosexual. Okay, y'all with me. Change a person's gender identity to cisgender. This is the gender they were born in. Okay, here we go. Change a person's gender expression so that it conforms to the sex assigned to the person at birth. Repress or reduce non-heterosexual attraction or sexual behavior. This is the law. It's saying that if you're doing any of these things... You are, you are practicing in conversion therapy. Y'all ready to know what the crime, the punishment is? This is true. I'm not making this up. This got passed this year, January. This is the crime. Knowingly causing another person to undergo conversion therapy or providing such therapy, which is punishable by up to five years imprisonment. Oh, y'all not with me tonight. Come on. This is right now. This is not, this is not something that's, that's a bill that they're working on. No, this has been passed. It is law. This is knowingly promoting or advertising conversion therapy, which is punishable by up to two years imprisonment. This is happening today. The devil is saying, you know what, let's keep them from even dipping their, their feet in the water. Because the moment, the moment believers start talking about it, people begin to change. The moment they start preaching the truth, people begin to get out of being in bondage. Amen. We're going to now tell them they're going to go to jail for it. You know, as we, as we read our passage, I want you to know many people wish to be changed tonight. 
Many people wish to be changed, and they're wondering, how do I cross this impossible river? You know, somebody's been told, once an alcoholic, you're always an alcoholic. They're looking at the other side, and they're saying, man, I really wish I could be set free. You know, when they go to AA, you know what they tell them? They say, you used to be a cucumber, and now you became a pickle, and you can never be a cucumber again. I didn't make that up. This is a lie. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I want you to know tonight that God, in the story as we read, God appointed priests. And in the Bible, it says he, would, he appointed these priests who would carry the ark, the presence of God, to stand in the middle of the water, hallelujah, so that the water would stop and the children would walk on dry ground. Oh, hallelujah. Now, let me tell you who the priests are. In Revelations chapter 1 and verse 5, it says, And from Jesus Christ, a faithful witness, the firstborn of the, from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, verse 6, and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Who is that talking about, church? Who is that talking about, church? That's talking about us, the church. Hallelujah. First Peter 2.9, it says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people who may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. I want you to know, church, you are the priest he's talking about. You and I are that priest tonight that God has called us to stand firm in that water, hallelujah, that the rivers may run dry and people may walk from darkness to light. Hallelujah. You know, every time people are looking over, and, and, and just to, just to kind of go for the symbolism tonight, as they're heading to the promised land, and I may get ahead of myself, Lord, help me, amen. As they're heading to the promised land, the Jordan, the Jordan River marked as the boundary. As they crossed over, they will cross over into the promised land. Yes, they will go into fighting many battles just like we fight through sanctification. Amen. They will go over and fight through many battles, but that Jordan needed to get crossed. Amen. Amen. And so what happens when the priests don't stand firm? Go to 1 Samuel chapter 3. 1 Samuel chapter 3, it says in verse 1, I'm just going to read a, a verse 1 and we're going to jump to verse 10. It says, now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. Verse 10, it says, now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel, and Samuel answered, speak for your servant hears. Verse 11, then the Lord said to Samuel, behold, I will do something in Israel at which both ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. In that day I will perform against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to the end, for I have told him that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knows because his sons made themselves vile and he did not restrain them. Something amazing about this passage I was thinking about. The Bible says 
in those days, the word of the Lord was, the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. You know, here you have the church, and the church, now we're talking about the priest. You have the priest, Eli, and you have his sons. His sons were perverted. They were sleeping with women in the temple. And the Bible says Eli did not restrain them. So here are the people who are representing God, going before, before people on, on behalf of God, and going before God on behalf of the people, and they were not standing firm with God. And as a result, the Bible says the word of the Lord was rare. How many can see we're living through the days where believers, hallelujah, where believers, it's been a thing where a lot of people are not standing, and so there is no revelation. People are, 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 can continue to perish. This is what the Bible says, Proverbs 29, 18, says, where there's no revelation, the people cast off restraint. Where there is no revelation, the people perish, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so when, when God's people are not standing firm, there is no word. And when God's people are not standing firm, the people perish. And so if, if we as the priests are not standing firm in the things of God, if we're moving lukewarm, one day we're in and one day we're out, the people around us are falling apart. The people around us who are praying one day that they will get a miracle, they're falling apart. The people that one day are hoping they'll get set free, they're not able to cross that river because we're not there standing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God called us to stand firm. We have to be the ones to dip our feet in that water. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, it's amazing today. So much is being said. How many are saying that's not right? We're afraid of our jobs. Oh, man. You know, I got I to gotta tell you the truth. I had a moment one time. I was coming out of my office going to the cafeteria to go lunch. And I'm walking out, and my boss said, yeah, let's go to lunch. But, and right as I walked towards the big door that opens into the cafeteria, somebody stood there with a lanyard that, that was celebrating Pride Month, Gay Pride. And he said, let's go. I said, man, I'm going to tell you, you're my boss today. You're going to fire me. He said, why do you say that? I said, because the second I walk in there and they give this to me, I'm going to say no. And they're going to ask me why I don't want it. And I'm going to have to tell them, and you're going to have to fire me. He said, okay, go to lunch. Go figure somewhere else to go today. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you, you want to know something? How many times as believers do we just not stand for the truth? Hallelujah. You know, how do we stand firm? I'll tell you, if you turn to, we're not going to read this right now, amen, but Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10, it talks about putting on the full armor of God. You can read that when you get home, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 17. I challenge you to read it tonight, amen. And tonight I want to talk about four key things. Some are covered in there, some are not. But four key things that I believe we need to do tonight. Amen. And number one, we need to stand firm on the word of God. You know, the world is full of views today. You know, we're, we're, living, in such a, we're living in such a time where everybody has an opinion and everyone is an expert. 
Everyone is an expert about the things of God and they haven't read the Bible. Everyone is an expert about spirituality and they have, they're just out there. Oh, y'all not with me tonight. Hallelujah. But this is what the Bible says, Isaiah 40, verse 8. It says, the grass withers, flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. I want you to know that the, the word of God has stood the test of time. Every faith and every single religion has come and everything has gone, but the word of God is still right there. We've gone through fashion. We've gone through the modes of transportation. We've even gone into the, 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 the metaverse and the word hasn't changed. Oh, y'all not with me tonight. Hallelujah. We've changed everything, but the word of God still applies. Hallelujah. You know, I want you to know that we can proclaim the word of God anywhere and it will hold its own weight tonight. Wherever you go, if you want to stand firm, proclaim the word of God. Proclaim the word of God. Somebody says, you know what, we want to, uh, uh, we, you know, we believe that this should be the way, the way forward. You say, well, this is what the Bible says. Hallelujah. You know, we cannot be swayed by public opinion. The Bible says something so crucial. It says when the priests dipped their feet in the water, it stopped. I'm willing to bet you tonight that one of the reasons it hasn't stopped is because we're not willing to dip our feet in the water. One of the reasons it hasn't stopped, we're not willing to be embarrassed out there. We're not willing to people look at us funny and say, no, I don't believe that. It's okay. We can seem old school and ancient. That's okay. We serve the ancient of days. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Number two, stand firm by faith. Ephesians 3 verse 20, it says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. You know, I want to share something with you. We need to believe God is able to do the impossible. You know, we lived in a time, I want to tell you something. There was a time, and you can go back in your life, you've been around a while. There was a time when you would say something and, and you would say, I'm believing God for that, and everybody would be quiet. I want to cover that again. Well, you see, I believe God can do that. Everybody will be quiet because people had the fear of God that we say we believe God for. It. Hey, leave that alone. Oh, y'all not with me tonight. I'm going to try this side. Amen. When you say God is going to heal me, nobody's going to try to bring common sense. They're going to say, no, let's leave it alone. He said God's going to heal. Amen. When somebody said God's going to provide for my needs, everybody say, hey, leave it alone. He said God's going to do it. And then we move from that to say, oh, well, you know, come on, let's put some common sense in that. Let's put a little bit of logic in that. And we started accepting the logic until now in the church, believers are laughing when statements of faith are being made. Oh, come on, let's get real. As a church, people are standing up in faith. They want to believe God for the impossible. And as believers, we've gotten so comfortable with controlling situations that we would laugh at people with faith. Come on. 
This is where we say amen or woe is me. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, the world is hoping to join your faith tonight. The world is hoping that, you know what, the world is looking for hope and looking for a way to join your faith. You're willing to step out and step in the water. The world is saying, I'm coming right behind you. But somebody has to have faith tonight. Hallelujah. Somebody has to have faith. We need to continue believing God for the impossible. You know, it's so amazing. I'm going to just chase a rabbit. You know, it's so amazing that the, uh, across the entire world, this pandemic comes around, right? And nobody and no instruments happen to work. I'm going to leave that one alone. Hallelujah. That was a good time to say amen because that was a good time to exercise faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, it's quiet in here. Hallelujah. God bless you. Amen. Number three. Stand in righteousness. You want to stand firm? Stand firm in righteousness. Amen. The Bible says, blessed are those, Matthew 5, 6, who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. You want to know something? You want, you want people to follow you? Let them see that you are the light of the earth. Amen. Let people see the light of Christ in you. That was a good time to say amen. That's a good time to shout amen. Hallelujah. We can't, we can't be tiptoeing a little bit in the world, a little bit here with God. Amen. We can't be tiptoeing. Oh, thank you, Lord. How many know the things that we know no one will ever know? Hallelujah. I'm going to go over here. They'll get me over here. There's some things that we know that no one will ever know. And we consider those things because we figure, well, you know what? It has no effect on me. Uh-huh. It's quiet. Amen. Either nobody got it or people are quiet and say, mm, hallelujah. We need to practice. We need to stand faith, stand firm in righteousness regardless of who knows or who doesn't get to know. Hallelujah. Can you stand firm in righteousness when it's just you? Would you stand firm in righteousness if it was just you and you could never be embarrassed by that sin? Would you stand firm in righteousness if you can get away with it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I kind of have a feeling that sometimes when we figure, well, this can never come back to bite me. Hallelujah. We kind of say, well, I, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Sin before God. Hallelujah. Number four, remember, remember, Eli's, Eli and his sons were not able to be the example, and it trickled down through the whole land. The Bible says the word of God was rare. The word of God was rare, not to Eli and his sons, but it trickled down. They were the priests, and it trickled down to the whole land that people did not hear the word of God. 
people did not catch a revelation from God because they had introduced unrighteousness and, and, and Eli the priest had allowed it to continue. <sighs> Let me tell you, you're the priest of your home. You better hold that home together. No, we're not playing. No, we're not doing that. We're not watching that. No, no, yes, I know this is my house. Yes, I know nobody else cares, but this is my house, and we're going to follow righteousness in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number four, as, as we close, hallelujah, stand firm in prayer. Stand firm in prayer. If you, want, if you want to stand firm, we have to be the people that will lift up people in prayer. You know, the devil is constantly looking to destroy marriages, to destroy families, to destroy, to destroy people's lives, period. We need to pray for people. I'm going to say that again. How many know we love to pray for ourselves? Lord, thank you for this day. Ooh, Lord, Lord, give me favor today. Mm, Lord, when I go to work, let it go great. Oh, come on, I'm talking to myself tonight. Hallelujah. I'm only, I'm only preaching to myself because no, nobody's saying amen to this one. Lord, as we go out, yes, my family, my kids, oh, glory. Amen. Oh, it's quiet in here. Hallelujah. It's time to say amen or what was me. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 22, verse 30. Let me tell you what the Lord says. So I sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it, but I found no one. But I found no one. Are we still praying for this country? Are we still praying for this country? Or do we say, well, you know what? It's over. Jesus says, only my father knows. Only my father knows. Don't you think? Let me tell you. I'm, I'm just going to chase a quick rabbit. You can catch this and run with it. Let me tell you. Don't you think that life here can't get hard without Jesus coming back? I know people who are, I know people today who live in the same exact world who wake up in the morning, don't know what they're going to eat at night. So don't think that we can't be in a place where people wake up in the morning, don't know what they're going to eat at night. We say, no, we're in the times of the tribulations. Let me tell you, somebody else is living like that. We're not in heaven. Oh, it's quiet. Glory. Hallelujah. We have to stand in the gap and pray. We have to stand in the gap and cry out to God for this land. The reason we've been so blessed is because we put God as king. Remember that we made God as king. We continue to put God first. Let the blessing of God stay there. Hallelujah. 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 Let's go before God in prayer. Let's bow our heads tonight. Father, we just thank you for your presence in this place tonight. We thank you for your word, Lord. God, and the, the calling you placed upon every last one of us, God, how you've called us, Father, to step out and stand firm for the things of God. That, Lord, that those who don't know you, 
we'll be able to find hope. We'll be able to, Lord, come to salvation. With every head bowed and every eyes closed tonight, I want to just ask open hearts. Nobody's looking around, just open hearts. If you're watching on YouTube, I want to ask you, how many in this place, front to back, left to right, you're watching now online, on live, you, you're, you're, you're here tonight and you're saying, you know what, I'm not saved. I've not asked Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. And I'm not sure if I died tonight, I'm not sure where I would spend eternity. But I want to make a decision. I want to ask Jesus to be my Lord tonight. How many say, remember me in prayer. I want to ask Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior tonight. Just slide your hand up. Put it back down. How many in this place? Praise God. Praise God. We're going to pray tonight. Maybe you're here tonight. And God has been speaking to you. And you say, I'm going to be honest, I haven't been standing firm. Maybe you say, I haven't been standing firm in righteousness. I've been, uh, I've been, I've been really lukewarm. You know, the Bible says, because you're neither hot nor cold, you're lukewarm, I will spit you out, the Bible says. Jesus says those words. But tonight is a night where we get to make a decision. He said, you know, I want to make a decision. I don't want to be lukewarm in, anymore. I want to give my heart to Jesus. I want to go all in for Christ. You know, tonight is your night. How many say, remember me in prayer? I don't want to be there anymore. Praise God. Let's just all stand and we're going to pray. God bless you. Praise God. God bless you. We're going to pray together. And those of you lifted your hands and you want to pray together, we're going to pray together right now and we can come forward and we'll pray together here. Amen. Just, just repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for paying for my sins at the cross. I ask you to forgive me tonight. I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. I believe you're the Son of the living God. And I believe when you died on the cross, God raised you from the dead. And you're alive today. Come into my heart. And order my steps from this moment on. I give my life to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com.